Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. And the Bible says, he gave me largeness of all, it just means increase mental capacity and sagacity. He's not talking about being generous, even though he really can include that, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about his mental, Solomon's mental capacity increased. He didn't have it before. He didn't have it before. When he became king, he said, God, you know, I don't know how to rule these people. You know, God said, oh, ask me what you want. He said, give me an understanding heart. The Bible says, and God gave. Turn to your neighbor and say, like God gave Solomon, God will give you. And he will give you greater than Solomon. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And Solomon's wisdom excelled, I didn't hear you. The wisdom of all the children of the East Country. And all the wisdom of Egypt. That's a typology that says that the wisdom the church should get should far exceed the wisdom of anybody in the world. We should be getting all the Nobel Prizes every year. I remember many years ago, it stopped now, but you know, when God had mercy on Bill Gates and Microsoft was, he was the richest man for above, maybe about 20 years or so, you know, the first six or seven richest men in the world, all of them were Microsoft. Well, Bill Gates and then all the guys who had shares in his company. Now went on for years, remember? For years. And what the church needs to do now is that between now and when Jesus comes, you know, when you look at all the list of the Nobel laureates, physics, medicine, economics, engineering, law, born again, born again, born again, born again, born again, born again, born again. And they should be coming to us to say, ah, we want to know this, your God. Now, let me move on. Having said that, um, I also spoke about this in, 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 my, in my, the purpose that this wisdom, before we see how we're going to get it and then close, it has a purpose. It's not just to, for us to show off knowledge. No. There is a reason. There is a purpose. First of all, to give glory to God. To show the superiority of the wisdom that God gives to that which the devil gives. Daniel did that excellently in Babylon. Daniel was in a class of his own. Nebuchadnezzar so respected Daniel. And if Daniel said anything, he would take it because he knew that Daniel was getting it from, from that they called it the gods. You know, that's how they understood. The same thing with Joseph in Egypt. The, the Pharaoh respected Joseph. He said, he said, from where shall we find such a man? In whom is the spirit of God? He said, so, long, as, so much as God has shown you, he said, you are wiser than all men. So anything you tell us to do, we're going to do it. That's how it should be and it will be. The politicians will come to us, say, how do we fix the economy? And we say, do this, do this, do this, do this. And they will do it. Hallelujah. Our hour is come. So the purpose of the wisdom, firstly, is to bring glory to God. Then secondly, to create wealth. 
It is that wealth that we're going to use to disciple the nations and close the age. It takes a lot of money to send out missionaries, you know, to every tribe, tongue, and kindred, to teach them the Bible. Some places, they're not even educated. Like, you know, where we went to Boma Hills many years ago, and they're still there. You know, some people are still walking almost naked. You know, the, the, the Bible is not in their language. They don't speak English. So there's a lot of work that has to be done. We first of all, have to get them born again. Then we start discipling them. Then maybe teach them English where they can be taught, where the little ones among them, where they cannot be taught. We have to find that they are native language. A lot of work is being done now by Bible translators. It takes money. Money. And I'm not talking about chicken change. I'm not talking about thousands. I'm not talking about millions. I'm talking about billions of, 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 of dollars to send out the people to get the resources because it's not just enough to get them born again. We have to disciple them. And to disciple them, we have to teach them the Bible. And for them to understand the Bible, they have to have educated minds. Yes. The Bible says that God is going to so bless us that we'll be head and not tail, above only and not beneath, you know. And these are beautiful scriptures that have not yet been fulfilled. Look at Deuteronomy 28. It's this wisdom that's going to fulfill the scriptures. It's this wisdom that's going to enable us to fulfill those scriptures. Deuteronomy 28. Solomon and David only fulfilled it very little. And Jesus said, the great and Solomon is here. Look at Deuteronomy 28. And look at verses 10 through 13. And all the people of the earth. I didn't hear you. I want people to open their mouths this afternoon. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. I'm going to read that scripture again. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, how will they see it? They won't see it just because you have the name Christian on top of your church. They are going to see the wisdom of God. They're going to see the character of God. They're going to see the power of God inside you that they don't have. That's how they will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and therefore they shall be what? The word afraid there is not like afraid of a terrorist. It's talking about reverence, respect, fear, reverence, respect. I, I, my last message, I was talking about Israel and, and, and Benjamin Netanyahu and how God used him to start a technological revolution in Israel and moved Israel from a socialist economy to what is called today, I've actually studied this, a mixed economy. And Nigeria too has the same. It's just that we haven't developed it. I'll tell you what a mixed economy is. A mixed economy is mixed. That's why it's called mixed you have a part of the economy that is, has a socialist part where you take care, the, the state is able to take care of people's social needs, in particular, healthcare and education. You know? So if people don't have money, if they go to the hospital, they'll be treated. So it's the state. So, that is, is so that's why I call it socialism. It's a social part, you know? But you must... Uh, 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 um, uh, Netanyahu, because he trained in MIT, he recognized that Israel is not going to go five. They don't have money. 
They won't be able to get the weapons they need to get to be able to defend themselves against the millions of Arabs that are against them. So they needed to have a free market economy where you allow innovation. You know, we call it capitalist. You know, you allow innovation in a free market so that, you know, uh, uh, goods and services can be produced and it will bring in foreign investment and it will create wealth. When you have the two of them in an economy operating side by side, you say you have a mixed economy. It's the best kind of economy to have. Because you need to take care of poor people. And that is why rich people who are selfish and don't pay their tax are foolish and they can't see beyond their nose. Because if you are rich and the guy who is living three blocks away is poor, you will not sleep well. There's a saying, you know, that says that the, the rich man sleeps with one eye open when the poor man is hungry. It's foolish. So what do you do in a mixed economy? You tax the rich. You don't overtax them to remove the incentive for profit. If you overdo it, it's not good. But you do it within a particular limit so that you can take the taxes to take care of the social part of the economy to take care of what people need basic, their basics, healthcare, education, food. You take care of those three things, your, the economy, you know, the, 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 the people, you know, and, and the economy, they won't, they, won't, they, won't, they won't give you too much of a problem. Crime will go down. All kinds of things will go down. And then the rich can get richer and richer and richer. Now, any poor person who wants to cross the divide from the rich to the from the poor to the rich can do so because the uh, opportunity is there. He can get an education. He can decide to become innovative. He too can join the people who are producing the something. That's why you want a producing economy, not a consuming economy. Hmm. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And they will be afraid of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, who's afraid of you today? <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. Can you see this is not being fulfilled? But it is going to be fulfilled. And the Lord will make you plenteous in the goods and in the fruit of your body and the fruit of your cattle and the fruit of your ground in the land. And he'll open unto you his good treasure, the heaven to give rain unto his land in his season and bless all the work of thy hand. They'll say, bless all the work of thy hand. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not bless some of the work of thy hand. It's bless all the work of thy hand. Because all the work of the hand would have come from innovation. It would have come from revelation. It would have come from God showing you. Hallelujah! And you will lend unto many nations and you will not borrow. Yesterday we were watching the news, my wife and I. You know, Saudi Arabia, because, you know, after COVID and everything, people started buying oil again. Their budget was 20-something billion dollars in surplus. You are having deficits. It was 24 something. Billion dollars in surplus. I'll tell you what the Arab states have done. That, you know, Nigeria and others need to learn from. When there was oil boom. And they were making a lot of money. They didn't just. And they too have seen us just like us. 
they too, they like women, they like beer, they like, uh, forget all the religious facade. <laughs> they like it. And they do it. Come and see them. You know, I, when, I was, when, I was, when I was in my teenage years, you know, Arab boys used to come to London. The Arabs and the Nigerians were the most notorious. And we used to meet in nightclubs. So I, I can tell you, you know, an Arab guy, he can blow 5,000 pounds in a night. No problem. No problem. Because the, the, there was money. Just like Nigeria too had money then. You know, you know but you see, their, their governor their, were, were wise. Like Dubai. So they started investing in research and development. And they started doing sensible things. They realized that oil is not going to last forever. They moved and started working in, 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 in solar energy, you know, and other areas of renewable energy. So they've put a lot of money in that. So now, any excess money like that surplus, they're going to pour it into research, into development. All their children's school in America, they send them to Stanford. MIT, you know, Harvard, and all of that. But they don't stay there. What does America have to offer them? How much, are you, how much job are you going to give him? You give him a job of 100000 He goes back to Saudi Arabia. They're going to give him a job of a million dollars a year. He's not, going to stay in, he's not going to stay in America. He's going to go back home and build his economy. It's one of the reasons why the Arab states' eyes are opening through what God used President Trump to do, the Abraham Accord. They realize that fighting Israel is foolishness. That it's better to go and learn technology from Israel and develop. There's a lot of, I can't tell you everything. There's a lot that is in the, in the pipelines I'm talking to you. They, 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 it's already being done, but they now want to do it on a bigger scale, on, a, on an industrial scale. They're now converting seawater to clean water. There's, there's an inexhaustible amount of water in the oceans now you have to develop a system where you can pump that water from the sea then they call it desalination you remove the salt from the water and then it becomes water that can be used israel has perfected it israel pumps water and they give water to the whole of israel pure water israel doesn't have a problem with water even though they're living in the desert they have enough water for all their irrigation, their farming, they're having their bath, you know, in their kitchen. You know, they have a, they have a plant in, in Haifa, you know, at the coast, and they pump the water from the sea. They, they remove the salt from it, and then they distribute the water throughout the whole of Israel. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. And they now realize, the, the Arabs now realize that instead of fighting these people, let's go and learn from them. Abraham Accord. God is moving. I have a question, Dr. Williams. What's the church doing? Isn't it, it's, it's, it's a shame. What's the church doing? We should be big players in that. And we're going to be. The rest of my life, that's all it's dedicated to. I'm not doing things now, you know, to eat and buy ice cream and send my children to school. That has been done. We're going to do things now to generate resources to get the job done. Look at Proverbs chapter 8. Oh, glory be to God. I think we're going to have one more week of this thing. 
You know, the thing is too good. This is a wonderful message. Roma, um, um, Proverbs chapter 8, look at verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. I, I think I can finish. I won't be too long. Proverbs chapter 8. And look, at it's talking about the wisdom of God. It is prophetic. Both about the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, we looked at it in one of our last lessons. You know, I, Christ, the wisdom of God. So it's prophetic about Jesus. And you, you and I, you're in him. How many people are in him? Everything the Bible says about Jesus is saying about you. Ever say, Christ, the wisdom of God? Then say, oh, look at the wisdom of God. <laughs> Call your own name there. Put your name there. It's a placeholder. <laughs> Sarah, the wisdom of God. Boegad, the wisdom of God. Rhoda, the wisdom of God. William, the wisdom of God. Because you are in Christ. Oh, Lord, I you are. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of what? Witty inventions. Innovation. All the church is known is for begging. Begging on TV. Begging for money. Begging and disgracing God. Gimmicks. Tricks. Sell anointing oil. Sell cloth. Because you will not tap the wisdom that has been given to you because you are proud. If you're not lowly in heart, that's why we can't access the wisdom. Jump to verse, God have mercy on me. Verse 14 through 21. It's talking about the wisdom of God. Uh, the choir sang it today. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. You know, that's verse 13. Verse 14. It was a counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Look at Israel today. Because of the wisdom God gave Israel. Israel is now the most powerful nation in the Middle East. Nobody dares attack Israel. They've created atom bombs. Everybody knows. <laughs> the Israeli scientists are some of the most brilliant. Anytime I'm looking for, you know, research papers and everything, I, when I Google, I say, let me see what happened in Hebrew University in Israel. You know, I was doing some, some studies some time ago on superconductivity. I, I said, let me find out superconductivity in Israel. I googled it. If you see the papers that came out. Some of them more advanced than the ones in Harvard and, 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 and Stanford. Better wake up. Mm. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule. Nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me. How many people love wisdom here? Give me a wave offering. And those that seek me early shall find me. Those who get up early in the morning to pray. Ah, Am I helping anybody here? I'm about to take off, explode. Riches and honor are with me. How many people want riches and honor? Don't, don't go about the riches, go after the wisdom. You see what wisdom said? He said, riches and honor are with me. They're with wisdom. Real riches is not money. It's wisdom. The guy who has wisdom will make more money than the guy who has money and doesn't have wisdom. He will buy him out. Am I talking to anybody here? My fruit 
Ah, no, I haven't done yet. Riches and honor are with me. Yeah, what durable riches and righteousness. Observe the connection with righteousness. It's not riches that you get by 419. <laughs> it's not riches you get by prostitution and corruption. That's the kind of riches we're used to here. Sadly. This one is with righteousness. The one that will last generation after generation after generation. My fruit is better than gold. And people are on my side. I said, my fruit is better than gold. Turn to your neighbor and say, whose fruit? The fruit of wisdom. He's talking about wisdom. So he's talking about you and I. My fruit is better than gold. Yea, than what? Fine gold. My revenue than choice silver. These are the things the world is running around for. The Bible says it's in our pocket. I lead in the way of righteousness. See that righteousness again. In the midst of the path of judgment. That I may cause those that love me to do what? Inherit substance. And I will do what? Fill their treasures. Ah! This is the purpose. Now. Very quickly. Because all these things we've already covered them before. So I don't have to spend a long time on them. How to get the wisdom of God. Daily. Humble yourself. By your own free will. It's in one of our prayers. I'm not going to go through it. Daily confession. I am meek and lowly in heart. I choose to fear God. I submit myself to the will of God. Even when I don't feel like it. Especially in prayer. Knowing the certainty of his judgment. If I disobey. We looked at all of this before. And the security of his mercy when I obey. Number two. Receive great measures through that humility. Of the life and the power of God. Because that's where the light is. The light is inside the life. In him was the light of life. It is not the life of light. It is the light of life. Everybody say light of life. Oh, I didn't hear you. You're not acting like, like, like excited people. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.